You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Hello, you're joining me for episode number 266 of the Blended Family Podcast. Today is going to be a solo show as I told you guys to send in some questions that you wanted to know about me since I really don't talk about myself all that much in this show. It's just one of those things that I'm working on, but I always feel the time is better spent on helping you with ways to cope with your blended family and I always feel like, well, why would you want to really know anything about me? But obviously some people do and so I thought today would be a good way for you to get to know me just a little bit better. So we'll get to that in just a minute. Last week, if you missed it, we had a Mother's Day special with Linda Cormier, who I loved, and she was talking to us moms and stepmoms about how to find our joy which can be really difficult to do sometimes as moms. And so I definitely think if you miss that, it is a must listen, go check that out. And then next week, I've got Jessica Frew here and we're gonna be discussing how to live a bold life even when your family doesn't look like the norm. And certainly her family doesn't look like the norm. They have a unique circumstance that her husband had come out as gay and then she remarried and then now does a podcast with her and her ex-husband and her new husband and it's really a fun conversation so if you want to come back next week check that out in other news let's see i am offering up my spring coaching specials again from right now until well i hate to date the show but today the show comes out may 10th so we'll do it through about mid-june i know i'm a little little late for spring i realize that But uh, I want to have some discounts available for my bundles. So you want to go check those out at blendedfamilypodcast.com slash schedule. You can purchase them now. Save them for later when you need them. And, you know, I know sometimes you just need the help, but it can be a little bit expensive getting coaching. So I like to offer this every year in the springtime, uh, just some discounts for you. So hopefully you can take advantage of that for whatever your needs might be for your blended family. And that is all for my announcements. I'm going to give you a quick word from our sponsor, and then I'll be back to answer some questions so that you can get to know me better. Be right back. Living the Good Life Naturally is a self-care company focusing on magnesium. Statistics show that up to 50% of the U.S. population is magnesium deficient, which can cause a multitude of health issues, including headaches, muscle cramps, seizures, hair loss, and more. Kristen Bowen, founder, created the company out of her own personal health struggles, so she really cares, and she has a mission to help others achieve optimal health. I myself am a huge believer in these products, and I use them on a daily basis. It's been especially helpful for my anxiety and my pain. Try the magnesium soak, the magnesium spray, or the delectable bath bombs for an extra treat. And check out the website to see the entire product line and learn more at livingthegoodlifenaturally.com 
Or you can go back and listen to episode number 237 when Kristen was on this show. Don't forget to use my promo code BLENDED to receive a special discount. Order today and get your health back. Okay, so I got some interesting questions from you guys and um, I picked some, couldn't pick them all, but I picked some that I thought would be really um, interesting for you guys to know. So the first one says, do I come from a blended family and what was my upbringing like? And I thought that was a great question because I realized I've never really spoken much about that, I don't think. And so, yes, I come from, I wouldn't say a blended family, but I'm a product of divorce. My parents got divorced when I was 12. And it was, I have one brother, by the way. Fun fact, my brother has my exact birthday, but he's two years older than me. And so for my brother and I, it was one of those things where we had no idea it was coming. We didn't have those kind of parents that would fight a lot or anything like that. So when they mentioned that they were getting divorced, we were pretty much shocked. Um, And so let's see. So my mom dated a lot and never really settled down for, you know, with anybody with kids. But she did have a boyfriend. She finally had one steady boyfriend who was probably not good for her, not good for any of us. But she was with him. But he didn't have any kids. He was actually a lot younger than her. And so there was that. So I never had to deal with step-siblings or anything like that. And I guess you could say he was sort of like a step-parent to me. But because he was so young, it was kind of weird. It was more like an older brother kind of a thing um, or an uncle. It was just, it was strange. So anyway, and then my dad... My dad never even really dated but one person, and that was difficult because I moved in with my dad. So I lived with my mom first, and then I moved in with my dad, I think, when I was 17 because my mom was having a lot of problems at that point, and she needed to focus on herself. And so I moved in with my dad, and he never dated. And so it was kind of like I was his everything, And that was a little bit, I guess, unhealthy. Um, And then I lived there until I was 18, and then I moved out. I moved out very young. And so that was kind of my situation. But I do remember, you know, because the stuff that we go through does shape us. And I do remember that it wasn't, probably wasn't the worst divorce that you could ever go through. But it also wasn't pleasant. And I do remember my parents would fight. And I do remember sometimes feeling in the middle of that. There were plenty of times that I felt like that. And so it was tough. It was definitely tough, especially because we didn't see it coming. But um, but we never had to deal with step-siblings or you know, a real blended family with a marriage and all of that kind of things. Um, so I would say that it was a little bit easier in that regard. So that was a little bit of what my upbringing was like. Uh, okay, what are some of my favorite things things. So this is a funny question because my answers this year are probably so different than what I would have answered even a year ago. And I know that sounds crazy, but I feel like this year I've honestly changed so much. But I'll give you a few of my favorite things right now. My favorite color is purple. Used to be pink, but now it just, I decided my favorite color is purple. I don't know why. Uh, My favorite food has always been Italian, like Mexican too, but on this new diet, I can't have all of that stuff. So Italian, I love crystals. I love books. 
My favorite holiday is Christmas. Christmas just brings back so many memories for me. I think it does for a lot of people. Um, the music, the smells, the decorations, all of it. So I love Christmas. My favorite season though actually is the fall. And again, I don't know why, I just love the fall. I live in Florida, so I do not get fall weather. It's pretty much hot, hotter and hottest here in Florida, but that is my favorite season. Um, and all the pumpkin things that go with that. I love fresh pajamas, I love coffee. I love rainy days if I don't have to go out in them. And I love comfy clothes. I used to love the movies and going to the movies and getting popcorn, but we don't really do that anymore. So don't like the movies anymore. I don't even care about that. So much has changed this year, but those are just a few of my favorite things. Okay, next question. What is something people would be surprised to know about me? Well, this one I think you'd be really surprised to know, even though I've had this podcast now for over six years, that up until about I don't know, a year ago, I was terrified of speaking in public. And nobody could really understand that, right? Because I'm a podcaster and I speak and it's part of what I do for a living. But believe me, behind the microphone, I would be fine. But if you asked me to stand up in front of a room and speak, forget it. It was terrible until we started doing the financial business and I had to learn to do presentations and I had to learn to actually physically speak in front of people and now that's better and I'm not scared of it anymore I mean don't get me wrong I don't think that I'd want to go up in front of a couple of thousand people right now yet but I almost feel like I could do that now I almost feel like I could but up until a year ago I couldn't that's why I say so much has changed I don't know how that happened but anyway people are always very surprised to know that about me and also another fun fact about me that you'd be surprised probably to know is that I don't know how to ride a bike. And that's something that everyone is super surprised. And also a lot of people are just like, well, why don't I just teach you how to ride a bike? And at this point, I don't think I wanna learn because it's kind of embarrassing, you know, having my husband chase me down the street on a bike, making sure I don't fall. And so if you want to know why that happened, I don't really know how that happened, except that when I was a kid, I was afraid of everything. I'm still afraid of a lot of things. And when I was a kid, I just never, I never learned. And by the time I got to be that age, it was embarrassing to learn. And then I started driving. So I was like, well, I don't need a bike. Well, now I kind of wish that I did know how to ride a bike, but I guess I need a three wheeler if I'm going to go do that. So that's just a couple of things that you probably didn't know about me. Next question, what are my blended family regrets? Well, I really like this question, but I also like to say I really don't like having regrets. I know we all say that we have regrets in life. I don't like to have regrets. I like to call them learning lessons. But if I had to pick something, I would say the main blanket statement that I would say is that I regret always taking life too seriously. You know, I was so, ugh, I was just so controlling about the cleanliness of the house and the systems of the house and the perfection of everything because I am a recovering perfectionist. And so I had to have everything just so, and I, I think that was my only way of really holding on to to control of the things that I felt were 
very out of control in my life. And if you're listening, you might feel that way too with your blended family. It feels very out of control sometimes. And so sometimes when it feels like that, you try to take control over whatever you can. And I was probably just a very uptight, unpleasant, honestly, probably unpleasant person to be around a lot of the times because I didn't smile. I was just always so serious and people would tell me that but you know when you're in it you can't always see your way out of it now that I'm out of it on the other side a little bit I can now look and see see this for what it is that I did take certain situations too seriously and that I wish that I did relax a little bit more and enjoy the ride a little bit um, because sometimes we can't control the things that are happening to us, but we can control our own reaction to it. And my reaction was not always great towards everything that was happening. I used to react with a lot of fear and anxiety and worry. And now I'm trying to learn to laugh at things and to shrug things off and to not take life too seriously. So yeah, if that's, that's also the advice that I could give to all of you, um, because out of all the regrets I have, right? If you could say, well, I regret maybe losing my cool sometimes or not being the best parent or whatever regrets you have, really, if you think about it, it all boils down to the fact that I or you or all of us take life too seriously and we don't just relax and understand that everything's going to be okay. All right, next question. What is the one thing that I cannot live without? Well, obviously, I'm going to say my family my husband and my kids but I know that's not what you're looking for so besides my family my husband and my children I would say my Kindle I take my Kindle everywhere I go I sleep with it in the bed it goes under my pillow at night um, my husband jokes around with me and he says that I would choose my Kindle over him it's actually not true but he feels that way because it's pretty much always attached to me wherever I go. So I love my Kindle. I love that I can have many, many different books all going at the same time because I'm one of those people that I might have a fiction book going and a self-help book and then, you know, maybe something else about crystals over here. And I, I read a lot of different things, sometimes whatever piques my interest at the time. And so I like that. I could just take my Kindle and have all of my books with me instead of having to drag heavy books. So that is the one thing that I cannot live without. Okay, next question. What would your dream vacation be? Well, there are so many things that we would like to do. Sean and I do not travel. We used to travel a little bit. I would say the first maybe five years of our relationship, but we always traveled to Vegas or you know, very low to New York, nowhere extravagant, nowhere really out of the country. We never did anything like that. And when we got married five years ago, and some of you, if you're listening for this long, you might remember this story, but when we got married five years ago, some of our really good friends that live over in Brussels, they, as a wedding gift, wanted to gift us an entire European vacation. They were going to take us to Paris they were going to take us to Brussels. They were going to take us to Amsterdam. I mean, just you name it, we were going to do it. We were going to get over there for two weeks. And it was going to be amazing. And we were so excited. So I would say that that would be my dream vacation. We didn't get to do it because, as you might remember, we had an issue with a passport because of a child support issue. It's so strange because Sean has, he had arrearages, right? And we're paying on them every month and there's there's a big mistake with his child support anyway make a long story short 
we can't get a passport because in the state of Florida, if you owe anything above us like $2,000 or whatever, um, they won't give you a passport. Even if you're on a payment plan, which we are, and we've never been late and you know everything's fine, they still won't give them a passport. So we actually had to forego that trip, which was probably the most devastating thing that we ever, ever, ever had to go through because you know that was probably a once in a lifetime experience that we were going to have. So, but hey, right, these are the challenges of blended families and this was a child support issue that was handled improperly in the beginning and we weren't able to fix it and you know in order to fix it we have to get a lawyer and that's just you know who knows when we're going to do that so i would say that that would be my dream vacation i still haven't completely let it go uh they still live there our friends and so if the chance ever comes again where we're able to take care of that that would be where we would decide to go even though i also would love to go to costa rica or anywhere tropical and honestly any vacation with my honey would be great because we've never been alone in the entire time of our marriage we got married well we only got married five years ago but we've been together for 14 years and right from the beginning we had our kids and we had my mother-in-law live with us and so we've never ever ever lived alone we still don't live alone and we don't get to travel that often because of business and the kids and so we've never been alone for more than I think our longest vacation together might have been I want to say like five days maybe max over to Vegas and a lot of those trips to Vegas were even work trips so we we've just never had that experience and so I think anything would be a dream just to be alone for a while uh, the other thing that we've discussed which would be so amazing as we've discussed as soon as the kids are old enough and god willing we can shut down the cleaning business we would love to just get an rv sell everything we have and put the rest in storage and just go be nomads and drive around the country for a year and just spend the year together traveling around and kind of deciding where we'd want to end up so that's something that we're also talking about doing and to me I mean, that would be the ultimate, right? A year-long vacation, just having fun together. Okay, next question. What's my relationship like with my ex and Sean's ex? Okay, so my relationship with them, that's another thing that I don't really talk about a lot on the show. And the reason is because I don't really think that it's right to discuss other people without them being able to be here to you know, whether they needed to defend themselves or I, I don't know. I just it's I just never felt that it was right or my place to discuss personal details. But I can tell you about our relationship. Um, it's been one of those things that has evolved and changed over the years, as you probably have in, in your relationships too, is that it's never the same. And so I would say on both sides, we've had ups and we've had downs. We've had times where we're talking and things are really great. We've had times where things have been tense and we're not talking. Um, my relationship with my ex is we are friendly. We pretty much don't talk about a lot, I guess, except when it comes to the kids. But we're, we're not fighting. We get along. Um, we try to compromise. So everything's pretty good. And again, my kids are a little bit older now, so... 
of course things should start to be getting better now because we're reaching the end here where they're all just about to be 18. And so a lot of those problems and those conflicts that you have with the co-parents in your life happens when the kids are younger and you're dealing with a lot of things. Well, we're kind of coming out of that now where the kids are starting to become more independent and they're dealing with some of their own things and there's not as much a go-between between us parents. So I would definitely say over the years, I wish it was better than it was, but it definitely wasn't as bad as it could have been. And again, it, it changed back and forth. As far as Sean's ex, I really wish and dreamed for many years that we would have the relationship that I wanted, which would have been a very tight co-parenting relationship where, you know, I could help her and she can help me. And we obviously have a common interest. We love the kids. Uh, it, it didn't turn out the way that I wanted over the years. And a lot of things got in the way and that was disappointing. But right now things have been, I guess you could say healing all around. I look at that in a lot of the relationships in my life and a lot of the people that I love too. It looks like a lot of people are healing relationships, healing past traumas. And I hope that's happening in your life. It seems like it's happening in our family. And so, yeah, I would say the relationship is good. It's evolving, could be better, but definitely not as bad as I know what some of you have to endure. So my love goes to all of you for that. And I do consider myself lucky even though Trust me, it was no walk in the park. There were, there were many blowouts and many difficult times. I'm definitely not saying that it was easy with them. There were a lot of challenges. We didn't always agree on things. But at the end of the day, we did all love the kids. And so, you know, that always stayed at the forefront of everything. And I think that that's one of the most important lessons that I could teach you out of that. Okay, and the last question, this person asked, did you and Sean ever come close to breaking up? You seem like you have the perfect relationship. It's funny that you ask that. A lot of people think that Sean and I have the perfect relationship. We go everywhere together. We, we spend 24 seven together and we really don't argue. That's not to say that we, that we haven't had arguments because we have. But when you take the kids out of the equation and when it's just the two of us and we're away somewhere, we really never, never argue. Our arguments are always revolved around stress of the home, stress about something with the kids or an ex or something like that. So, I, but I would say, yes, we did. There were several occasions where we contemplated it. We didn't split up or anything like that, but we definitely had some very serious discussions because there were some instances in our relationship where there were situations where we didn't know if we could overcome them. And you might have those situations too in your blended family. Something happens with one of the kids or with an ex where you feel like, my gosh, I don't know how we can overcome this challenge. This is a really big hurdle, but you find a way to do it. And despite the conversations that we had and despite the troubling times that Sean and I had we always knew that when we were alone together everything was so magical and that it's normal to have these stressors with the kids and we can't allow that to ruin our relationship because parenting well it's permanent but it's temporary right you're a parent for the rest of your life but your parental obligations 
last until your child's 18 years old and definitely a little beyond for so many of us, especially these days. But you know what I'm saying. They're going to be gone one day and you guys are going to be together. And so for us, we just always knew that and we would always make sure that no matter what was going on, we understood that we could get through it. We could get through it if we just hang on and we understand that this is a temporary situation and that's all any of us can do, right? But yes, Sean and I, we, I, I wouldn't say we have a perfect relationship. Nobody's relationship is perfect, but I would say that it's perfect for me. And yes, our blended family has gone through many, many, many ups and downs, many ups and downs, many challenges. But we love each other and we're committed to making it work. And I just want to say for you that are listening who are struggling right now, I know how you feel. I was once where you are. Not that my struggles are over, by the way. I mean, we just had something heavy a few weeks ago that we were dealing with here. So it's not over. It's just it feels different when the kids are, you know, 18. We're, we're, just, we're just right almost there. And it just feels different. It feels different. And so I, I, I encourage you, for those of you that feel like 18 is so far away and you don't know if you can do it anymore and you don't know if you can go the distance, I encourage you to try to hang on. I know 18 years sounds like forever and it feels like forever. And I remember feeling like that when I was in it. I was like, this is a never ending nightmare, some of it, right? Even though there was some, so much joy in between, it wasn't all bad. But in the bad times, you can feel like you can't get over it, but you will. And when you get through it, you'll be like, oh my gosh, wow, it doesn't feel as hard now to me. You'll, you'll remember it, but you'll be relieved and you'll know that you stuck it out and it was worth it in the end. So I hope that answering those questions helps you just a little bit to get to know me better. I don't mind ever if you want to send me questions. You can send me any kind of questions at all. I am an open book. I just don't always volunteer my personal information on the show just because I don't know if it's interesting to you. But whatever you want to know, I'm here. And also if you have any other kind of questions or even topic ideas maybe there's a certain topic you want me to cover on the show and you can't find it in the previous shows that I've done shoot me a message melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com I love you guys so so much make sure you guys come back next week you have been listening to the blended family podcast for more information please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com remember To create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.